Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of O Jeremiah Talks. I hope your Thanksgiving was good. I hope you had delicious turkey and literally anything else that you wanted. You deserve it all. <laughs> so I hope that you had a great holiday, and we are just really glad to be back with you today. If you are listening to this the day it comes out, we just announced tickets to our show in our hometown of Athens, Georgia, the town in which we call home currently. Uh, we are playing at the Lewis Room on February 10th. Very exciting because it is a full band show, and those tickets just went on sale. So go to our social media or our website or whatever and get your tickets because it is going to be a hoot and a half. Uh, if you want the other half of today's episode, which is a very sweet conversation, head to Patreon. Uh, Patreon has so much stuff. It has stories uh, from the road and from life in general. This week, I'm posting a story about my retirement from football in the sixth grade. And uh, we also post demos of new songs every month. We have unreleased music on there. It is literally the best way to experience O Jeremiah if that is something that you want to experience. So go to patreon.com slash O Jeremiah, or you can literally just search O Jeremiah Talks and it will send you right there. So that's it. Let's jump into this episode. I hope you enjoy O Jeremiah Talks. Let's I want it to be you talking on the intro. together. Yeah. So on the way home from Thanksgiving, it was our first trip in the van, and it was like a seven-hour drive. Ruben Feels- made it. Say again? Ruben made it. Ruben made it. That was very, yeah, that was very important to, to say. But I feel like every time we get in the van, it's a seven-hour drive. Like, to get to Kroger, it's seven hours. I don't, I don't know why I always feel that way. But you and I got to talking kind of like what we want 2022 to be. Like, I feel like now... I don't know. I've always felt like December is kind of like a like a freebie month where like no one really expects anything of you because it's a holiday. Like you finish Thanksgiving and the rest of the month is basically just cool. Get through the year. Here's some presents. Santa's coming. You can watch Elf and it not be weird. I feel like I balance my energy according to like a calendar year because like coming up at the end of the year, I'm like, oh, January doesn't exist. Like, I'll just be done with this year, and then I, like, gear up for the next one. Yeah. So it feels like I'm coming to a close. I've This feels like the busiest December I've had in a while just because I have a lot to get done. I I would agree with that. December busyness, though, feels like fun busyness. But it's fun, though, because, like, having a Christmas tree lit up in the next room is making this even a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We can put on Home Alone in the background while we make dinner, and it just feels festive. Like, everything feels a little Wait, bit happier. can we really do that? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just, everything feels lighter. Celebratory a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And on the way home, we got to talking, not necessarily about Christmas, but more so about, like, what we want to see out of the new year and kind of, like, what we want to carry with us. What what are some of the, like, emotional goals? Or, like, what are the things that you've even, like, learned about yourself this year? I would say that you've become more of a grateful person this year. Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely learned to to not just be more grateful, but, like, write down my, like, have a gratitude journal. Like, That's have nice, yeah. have the things and, like, tangibly hold them and say, this is how I made it this far. Has been so helpful for me. Yeah. Because, like, 
so much of 2021 was spent going, but why do they get this and I don't get that? And like all the cool things I have are like in the shadows collecting dust. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just not even acknowledging them. Like, don't look at those. I'm complaining. And that's what it, that's what it kind of feels like. But I would say before 2021, I didn't take stock at all of my own mental health. It was like a novelty to me. It was like a Mm. fun, like thing to say between songs. But I would say that I have become like an advocate of mental health. Over the last three months. Yeah. How so in yourself? Uh, I'm I'm way more prone to stop when I feel something and go, okay, dude, let's take inventory. Let's figure out how, why you are feeling this way. Don't just like go over it because for me, I would always like, oh, I just need to go for a run and like get this off of me. Yeah. You stay in it longer. I stay in it longer. And I like, I put it in a place in my head to go, Hey, what do we need to take from this? Where do we need to go now? Like, what do you need? And it's, it's just so much better for me. I like, I make more time for the things I know will make me happy. For instance, over things, protect your time. Yes, I protect. Exactly. So, uh, over Thanksgiving, we worked a ton on the van. So I got the van in a really great spot. And I'm like to the point I'm so excited to get it to the point where we can tour. And you politely go, hey, um, you know that we're not touring until the spring. Like, so there's no rush. Like, what you probably should do is, like, take those days and, like, work on music stuff. That's what you miss, right? And I can go, oh, yeah. Like, my need to finish a task is outweighing the thing I really need. Whereas before, well, it's also outweighing taking care of yourself. Exactly. You're pushing it a little too hard. Pushing it too hard, which is really good in small bursts, but like, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing. Like I I'm not downing it at all. Yeah. I wish I had that. Yeah, and I I feel like I powered through. I got over the hump, but now it's like okay, let's let's ease off the gas a little bit. Let's let's turn into a different direction and like feed the other part of you that needs feeding. Mm-hmm. Which before I used to live under the lie that you can have it all. Yeah. But you just can't. Hmm. What about you? What are some of the things that you'd like to take with you? Well, I listened to a podcast today um, that someone in my class sent me. It was about it was this woman that talks about like running a business and just like I almost sent it to you. Okay. But she had a two parter on uh, just like confronting fear. Oh. And she talked about like. My worry and anxiety in starting my business is more along the lines of like, uh, I, I, I'm not an action starter or I'm not a doer. It takes me a lot to like, to tip me over to the edge to actually like make something happen. Right. But once I, once I get going, I'm not going to stop though. Like I'm, I'm going to see a project to the end. Yeah. I'm not going to, it's rare for me to just like jump ship. I know that it's something worth doing though because i'm like having a hard time starting it you know what i'm saying so it's not like i'm doing something that's like oh do you need to second guess that and like really go for it yeah it's like no like you're this is something you're actually supposed to do that's not it's not life telling you don't do it it's like you're resistant to it because you just have a lot of fear over it yeah and i think your worry probably looks different like you probably act on stuff too much out of a f- different type of fear i would 100% say that yeah so mine is different and so she was kind of saying like well if let's just go worst case scenario like worst worst case scenario and you're still okay like you're still fine so you need to just get out of your own way and just do it type it's just very like i guess kind of like a tony robbins vibe 
I got a lot out of it, though. No, I think it's great. Like, very rarely is the thing that you need to get started going to lead to your death <laughs> to where you can't finish. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally just like, oh, I'm going to look silly if this doesn't go as well as I want it to. Well, she even was like, okay, so you started a new business that's super scary. Yeah, I mean, you make no money and you have to move in with your friends or your family. Yeah. And that's really, like, that's not the end of the world. No, and we're filthy rich. You know you have to... Stop. So... So yeah, I want to I want to keep that mentality with me of just like remembering even if worst case scenario happens like I'll be okay. So just to go ahead and start the thing. Yeah. I've um, learned I've learned go piggyback off what you said that I am a way more fearful person than I ever gave myself credit to be and but my fight or flight is so active on fight that like I'm always like trying to talk myself into doing this thing that I want that I will like overcome it even though I'm terrified of it to the point where I won't stop to go, dude, do you even need to like bother with this right now? Yeah. But I'm always like spread so thin because I'm always like this I can overcome. I can overcome this. And next thing you know, I look down the road and I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. And I'm like not happy. I know. And it, I think that you do a really good job of like focusing on the one thing. Yeah, maybe it takes you a little bit of runway to get over the hump, but you you have better focus than I do. Hmm. Like you're like, I know this is the thing, but you know, you and I both read War of Art and we were both like in awe of it. Like, you know that sometimes resistance is the thing that's telling you, hey, this is what you should be doing and this is why you're raging against it. Because you're afraid of what's on the other side of it. Yeah. And for me, resistance is making myself busy in other ways. So that way I don't have to do the thing I want to do. Yeah. What I need to do. Yeah. I also I also think a big thing that I learned this year is that I love education and learning. And I want to keep that up in the areas of my life that I care about. Yeah. Because even being in uh, nutrition school had me researching like violin teaching techniques and stuff. Yeah, you love learning. You love the educational system. So I just want to keep at that. And yeah, I just, I I want to just, you know, what everyone else wants to do, just make the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to, I think I value my time pretty well. I think I do that with my people pretty well. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I'm getting better at speaking my needs to other people though. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm too. good at it, proclaiming it to you or like to myself, but a little bit harder to tell other people. Yeah, the rules are definitely different when you're married because you can like you wake up and you'd be like, this are, these are my needs. But whenever it's like <laughs> a friend or someone, and you'll like chew on it for months before you finally get the courage to be like, actually, whenever you call me ding dong, it like really hurts my feelings. Ding like, dong. Yeah, it's like it, it, the rules are just different in that way. I think. The person you're married to can train you for the ding-dong conversation. Yeah. But, you know. I'd love to start calling you ding-dong. Uh, I'm I'm not interested in that. Okay. Uh, um, what else? I think I've learned that I have more energy than I, than I realize. Do say more. Well... I well I I will say I'm sleeping a lot better than I used to, so I think that plays into it. But whenever you definitely I, don't have night terrors like you used to. Good lord, it's not nearly terror. as fun. Can falling I tell you asleep? what happens to me now if I wake up in the middle of the night? Yeah, it's reoccurring and it's really weird. Okay, it happened at my mom's house. Okay, I wake up 
and I'm in between states of consciousness and not and like (laughs) and I literally have a blurred vision of the room that I'm in okay because it happened at my mom's house and I wasn't in our bedroom right I have a blurred vision of the room I'm in and I start to see like gifts and flowers and I and I'm like oh that's so nice of Jeremiah like (laughs) in between dream state Erin thinks that you I'm not joking this happens to me all the time I will at least once or twice a month I will wake up with like this blurred view of the room and I'll be like oh that's so nice oh how did he get in here how did he do this without me knowing I went to bed after him oh he woke up in the middle of the night and got a bunch of stuff for me and then as the further along I go in explaining that it happened I'm like hmm no, this yeah. is one of those fake times again. He's just he's just also sleeping. And then sometimes it'll be kind of like that scene in Dune whenever the little bug was flying at him and it was a weapon. Yeah. Something similar to that I'll hallucinate on and be like, is it's something from... trying to kill me? Is that tiny bug trying to hurt me? Are the fake flowers also in the room when the tiny bug gets you? No. It's not like presence and then an attack. It's like that would it's be a way or. better. That would be a way better circumstance. But isn't that funny? Like I, I really, I really have that. And so at my mom's house, I was like, "Oh, they surprised me and got me a bunch of presents for graduation." <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I blink a few more times, and then I'm like, "No, that's just the regular room. <laughs> that's just the room that I'm in." <laughs> got it. Got isn't it. that funny? Anyway, so all that to say, I have more energy now because I'm sleeping better. Except those weird things that are actually not as scary as. The old ones. So that's good. Yeah. Um, but I like whenever I have a structural structured schedule and I have a decent amount going on, like I do, I've been doing really well with that. Yeah. Like school kind of taught me, like, I feel like I balanced a lot this year. Yeah. And school really taught me that like, I can do that, you know? Yeah. Why did you think you couldn't before? And I can do it well. I don't know. I think I was in. Just such a state of, like, scarcity of thinking that I'd, like... I think lack of sleep made me feel like I didn't have anything. Yeah, because you were such a bad sleeper back then. Yeah. You used, yeah. To, you used to hallucinate. You used to... Not not just, like, fake flower, flowers. You Like, fake animals, fake spiders. Well, I would only sleep for, like, a couple hours every night. Yeah. And so now that I don't have that, I'm feeling so much better. And, like, the idea of going on the road... For shows while balancing students, while balancing clients feels really doable to me. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, it definitely sounds doable. And it seems like, I don't know, this, are you following this Omicron or whatever it's called variant? No, I don't want to. Yeah, no. There's this new variant that, you know, there was a bunch of other variants. There was Mu and then there was Delta and then there was Epsilon or Epsilon or something. And the only one that people focused on was Delta. And there have been other variants. But for some reason, the Omicron or whatever it's called, people are like, buckle up. And I don't know what that is. Why? Is it supposed to be worse? I don't know. The The thing that I saw said that it is like far less severe. So but then, I don't know. So that's the thing I don't understand. And like, obviously. It's unclear what's happening. It's very unclear what's happening. But it makes me think, oh, we're going to. We're going to shut down again. No. That's what I, but that's what I always think because, you know, New York City just issued a state of emergency based on the variant. Yeah. And 
one of the things that I that I'm proud of myself for that I didn't have last year or the year before is I have this reassuring feeling of I'll be fine. Like we'll make it through. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I don't know when things are going to go back to a, and cause normal is out the window. We're two years in. It's not going to be like, when are things going back to normal? Because this is more normal than that was to us now. I know. So I think the thing that I feel the most is when I picture what I think normal used to be, what do I want it to look like if it could be better? And that's how I'm living my life, aiming in that direction. I still feel like I'm living in sort of a limbo. I still feel like I'm I'm not 100% free to be the thing that I want to be, but I feel like I'm like in the gym preparing for that moment. You know what I mean? And I think the van, I think, I think the way that we are preparing like in our marriage, in in the way that we set our life up, I think I, I'm I'm anticipating good in 2022. And I, I think, can feel that. Yeah. I can tell that you are. I, because when I see that, I'm like, oh, cool, another curveball. I don't think this is the end of me. Yeah, and I think a year ago you would have thought that. I did think that, and it caused me a lot of trauma. Oh, I know. <laughs> it caused me a lot of uh, therapy bills. Can I ask you about that? Um, yeah. You, it's been like a month since you've had or a little over a month since you've had therapy. Yeah. How are you feeling without having it? I feel really good. I feel equipped. I felt equipped during therapy, honestly. There okay. were around around month 3 I had the thought, "Oh, I could do this by myself." But it it a lot of it felt like when you buy a guitar when you're a kid and you could get a teacher and learn really quickly. Or you could be self-taught and it like takes longer. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted a buddy to help me get there now. And there were a lot of days where, you know, therapists always get a therapist always get like a bad rap because they say like, and how did that make you feel? But, you know, that like there's like the, all those tropes about therapists. Right. And I think the reason why that is, is because you do know the things you need to know to be well. But just because you know it does not mean that you will act like it. You just need someone to hold you accountable. And I want someone, I needed someone then to go, come on. Well, I also think there's a bit of educational wisdom that you, that they had that you maybe didn't have before. Yes. And I would say between the two of us, and I'm not just making this up, she said this. Yeah. Uh, I had the more memorable things to say during those moments. But I don't think I would have had those moments without her asking the right questions to get me there. Totally. Because, and I I can't, I have another, like one of my best friends is a therapist. And he said a big part of going to a therapist is getting asked the right questions so you can make, you can connect the dots. Because real change comes when you put the pieces together. Yeah, and that's what I hope for my clients too. Yeah, like you can walk them to the finish line, but they have to cross it. Yeah. And I feel like she did an amazing job getting me to the finish line and made me look like the star. Yeah. And that's that's what I carry with me now. But I also like I love advocating for mental health. I love advocating for my friend's mental health. Like, what do you need? Why are you hurting? Let's start there. I think you're also like... Um, 
in the same way that people could be resistant to like going bald and you try to encourage them to just do it. Yeah. Um, if anyone's resistant to therapy, you just, you try to encourage them to just do it. I've gotten at least four of my friends to go to therapy. Yeah. Because I love them and I think that therapy helps. And if I see a dude with a comb over that I care about, I'd be like, Hey dude, I promise it's better when you, when you surrender. Like I promise. Yeah. Because no one knows the humiliation of going bald better than I do. Yeah. Like the the Target checkout cameras is a balding dude's worst nightmare. You step up to check out your Snickers bar and you were just staring down the barrel of a widow's peak and a receding hairline. Oh <laughs> like my gosh. That is that is all that you see. I know. And uh whenever and it's really funny, I've had I've had friends of mine text me and go, Hey dude, can you like give me some advice? And I'll just be like, Go all in. Like you'll it you'll feel so great. I know. But and that's that's become the way that I talk about therapy because all I have from therapy is plus. Like I have not given up anything other than money to be yeah. there. I know. It has all been plus. And that how what other world like in what other instances can I can I say that? Yeah. Like I just I'm so much happier than I was before therapy. Yeah, and you're just worth all of that. Yeah. Everyone is. Everyone deserves it if they can have it. Yeah. It's just you got to swallow your pride and just go, oh, I could really use a help to get over this. That's how I feel about nutritional therapy. Yeah. It's just getting to that point of believing that you're worth it. Because I think, like, we've we've been kind of conditioned and trained to think that, like, we deserve the, you know... <clears throat> what people in my field would call like Franken foods, like, like those like special treats or like really fancy, you know, I'm not, I don't want to make it negative because I don't think, I don't want to label food as good or bad, but you know, the foods I'm talking about, like we've been conditioned to think like, Oh, I deserve this treat right now. But then don't you deserve actually to feel really, really good. And wouldn't that mean that you, that you deserve the other option. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, for sure. And I think there's a time and place for both, but I think that we've been trained to think that we deserve the the wrong thing because that keeps us in a state of needing other things. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I would say one of the most memorable moments of COVID to me so far has been seeing Krispy Kreme offer free donuts to those who get vaccinated. Yeah, because if, if we keep getting people to believe the lie that we deserve those things, then where, where does that lead us? Dependent well, on Yeah, it's basically medicine. saying someone else is responsible for my health. Yeah, dependent on medicine and dependent on other... Yeah, sorry, I could... That's probably like a hot topic, but... Uh, I just don't. I just don't agree with it. No, you let's know? get canceled. I love that. <laughs> but I canceled over donuts. Canceled over donuts. I think there again. I want to say that there's a time and place for all of it. But I think that we've been. You're being tricked into thinking what you actually deserve for yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. And I I love donuts, but <laughs> the idea that like I don't know. Me too. I, I'm more into, if you want it, go get it. Don't wait for it to get handed to you. Hmm. And the 
that that was just one of those things where I was just like, oh, I think that we have totally misunderstood what it means to be healthy. Yeah. From that from that standpoint. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so 2022 is going to be our year. We're, I said it I, feels like a big shift. It feels like a big shift. I feel older, and I know that I am older, but I would say that I, emotionally I am caught up to my age. Where I feel like whenever I was 28, I was still living like a 21-year-old. But I feel like I am behaving like a 31-year-old. Yeah, I kind of feel like an adult finally. Yeah, I feel like we have we have taken care of the things we need to take care of. But we're still having the fun we need to have. Yeah. Like, I used to tell people, oh, I'm not old. 30 is not old. And I still don't think it is. No. But I definitely think that you have different priorities and you behave a certain way. And right now, I feel like I'm doing a really good job of being young the way that I am young. Yeah. Like, I'm having a good time, but I'm also, like, opening up an IRA. <laughs> I know. So, like, it's just, you know, just trying to trying to have it all. Getting my dog haircuts. I mean, yeah, we're out here figuring we're it out. We're out here trying to make an RV. Come on, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love everybody equally, except <laughs> each other. We love each other the most. Let's jump over to Patreon Aww. and talk feelings some more. I love you. I love you as well. Okay, bye.